Welcome back to another episode of the Here Now podcast. I'm Jan. I'm Jan. Love is my pleasure to be here. He's feeling. I'm feeling saucy today. And I'm feeling not. <sighs> yeah. I got the booster on Friday. It is now Sunday, and I am feeling a sheep. unwell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lion. <laughs> this is America. Um, yeah, we're, no, we're out here in these streets, you know. Yeah. I slept in. I, I went to nap. bed last night, set one alarm, woke up to it. You snoozed it 10 times. Denied it. <laughs> and went back to sleep for another hour. Uh, so I slept in, and then I also, I got, I got a good, I got breakfast. Oh, I love, I love eating a good breakfast. I got, Janessa didn't, um, I splurged today. I worked out every day last week, so, uh, or this week. So I was, I justified it. I was like, I'm going to get two chocolate chip pancakes, some scrambled eggs and some sausages. Ate those in one bite. Good for you. Mm. But, um, let's jump right into colors. Talk to me about your colors. I'm green. Mm. I feel like vomit. Mm. Oh, like a, a yucky green. A yucky green. Okay. You know, I've just had like the my shits. body aches. Mm. I just feel out of it, out mm-hmm. the loop. I can't get up. I feel tired. You mm-hmm. know, all the bad things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want to do stuff. I want to get active. You yeah. Know? Well, we are right now. Yeah. And you did yoga at, you went and did yoga this morning. Matter early. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I'm making strides, but I still feel like poop. Yeah. Yeah. Poopy. 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 He's kind okay. of. I painted last night. Poopy and die bar. And. You did. You painted. You went through lot. it. Yeah. Yeah. I painted something. Loved it at first and then ended up hating it. And then I lost all motivation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never painting again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you were like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of like broke it down for me and explained what it's all about. And mm-hmm. it's part of the process. So we went back out there. Yeah. Knocked it out the park. Describe that mentality that you were stuck at. Yeah. It just felt like I wasn't creative enough to be like be painting. Mm. Um, I felt like my ideas weren't original <laughs> yeah. and I felt like everything I was doing was trying to imitate something I thought I would be. So I felt like an imposter a little bit mm-hmm. and I kept getting stuck at roadblocks in the painting, running out of ideas. And that's where I struggle with the most with creativity is like once I get to a mental, uh, mental block, that's when I give up and just mm. throw everything away. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done that with so many things, so many different pieces of work, like quilt, like making a quilt or crocheting or watercolor or like so many things. Mm-hmm. And once it gets too boring or difficult or doesn't um, tickle this spot in my brain, mm-hmm. I'm just like to hell with it. Walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But once um, I talked to you and we went back outside, you gave me one color and a roller. Mm-hmm. I kind of just went off with that and then yeah. worked from there. It's overwhelming. Uh, it's, it's funny. We're kind of talking about um, what it sounds like is uh, like freedom of choice, especially mm-hmm. when you walk up to like a blank canvas and you yeah. have like no real ideas yeah, and stuff no like direction. that. And instead of looking at a negative light, you know, or like getting frustrated or easier said than done, but it's like it's once you work through that you know what i mean and then you start to feel liberated because it's like okay because in my head like if i have like these major intense ideas i now have expectations right, right? 
And so it's like, we want that freedom of choice and that freedom of creativity. And then we get it. And like our tail gets in between our legs. <clears throat> I'm going to go on a quick rant here and just connect all of my thoughts for like the last 30 minutes, if that's all right. Okay. I'm, but connected to what we're talking about. Um, I was singing that like song. Uh, I was like, I'm a free range chicken kicking my feet at the property line, you know? And that's like a poem that I wrote a while ago. It's about like, you want, you want this uh, freedom of choice and like all of this freedom to do what you want. Right. But me, myself, like I put myself in a box my whole life for so long. It's always yeah. this interchanging box. So I do the same thing. And then once you start to work on like freeing yourself from yourself, you know, you almost want to put the cage back on, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's funny that we become friends with that cage. Mm -hmm. And so that's like where my thought process went. And just to tie that into the art a little bit, it's like, yeah, it's like that same thing. Like I've worked through and I, and you also told me like the, some thoughts that you had while you were painting, like it, you mind if I share? Yeah. Yeah. You do mind? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Just like, I hope somebody sees this yeah. and like reaches out like an art. old friend. Like, this is so beautiful. How much for yeah. it? Like, of course, like, like my everybody. ego is constantly mm -hmm. ripping as I'm painting. And the second time we went back, I had to like, every time a thought like that came in, I had to really release it and work to release it. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought to myself, I teach Indy to leave it mm -hmm. if she goes after something that she's not Excuse supposed me. to do like yeah. or get. Um, so I can apply that to myself. If a thought comes in that's unwanted or hurts me, then I could say, leave it, leave you it. know, yeah. and switch gears into something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And exactly. So I've, I, I've done that a thousand million times. You know what I mean, I've even DM'd work mm -hmm. to like uh, a few singers that I like and been like, Hey, like if you want this, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then like you step back and it's, it's, it feels so uncomfortable and right. like, you know, so like working through all of those mentalities to like, then now, you know, I, when I go out there, it's very different. It's like, letting go whatever you know what yeah. i mean because i feel the pressure that i put on myself mm -hmm. when i go to do anything and it's an uncomfortable feeling to it's feel unfair like i'm being watched by by an empty crowd mm -hmm. you know Ooh, <laughs> yeah love that yeah. being watched by an empty crowd yeah. that is that's i really like that yeah Thanks. yeah it's a fucking bar <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I completely understand it is it's it's super overwhelming. But then we also talked about what the beautiful thing is. So like, when thoughts like that come up, like, I hope somebody sees this and they reach out and all this stuff. It, that's two things, right? To take note of it's like, who we are as people, sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah. you want to go from A to Z. Like you want to you're, you're honestly at like the first step of painting, right? Yeah and you want to skip to the success mm -hmm. you know it's like and that if you take that and put it out onto life you know or like other avenues of life you know those are things that we have to work through you know i, mean? I say mm -hmm. we because i do the exact yeah. same thing and then also like the validation piece like i used to do that constantly and like i told right. you for some reason on this painting there's this one girl that like i went to high school with yeah and just like was like a friend you know what i mean and like we don't really speak anymore and like for some reason it keeps popping into my head like what would this person think of this painting mm -hmm. you know how fucking strange and yeah. like validating like validation thirsty you know what i mean mm -hmm. type and so that was another thing it was like okay where is this need of validation coming from you know and what is all this why you know what i mean and so and that's why i love painting because that's a place to go work through that because like 
I'll say like, obviously painting's reality, but to me, it doesn't really feel like it. Yeah. Like, and then you come out into reality where like, I'm working, I need validation from my boss that I'm doing a good job mm-hmm. from the people around me and stuff. But I don't really need that much anymore because I've worked on it while painting alone. Wow. Like I don't need that validation and I can talk myself through it and I can move through it. Or I can, while I'm painting, like look into it and be like, why do I need validation? And like, kind of like go back into childhood stuff and kind of find where the need for validation comes from. Mm-hmm. It's like all very like, and it sounds like a lot, but it's really actually not because I'm in like a meditative state. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like so easy to travel through and kind of look at stuff, but you did a good job. You fought through it. Thank you. And then you got to a place in a painting where you really like yeah. it and you got to walk away. You know what I mean? So it it's fun. just yeah, removing that blockage. Um, my color. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a deep orange. Okay. I'm a vibrant orange. Yeah, I like I like orange right now for sure. Very um feel very expressive. Mm-hmm. Not even just like with painting and stuff, but like that just in general. Good. Very expressive. Yeah. I enjoy that from you. Yeah, orange is good. And plus the the painting I'm working on right now, it's the legs. Oh, it's so good. That painting's like I love it. It's yeah. up there for me. It is me too. It's not even close to being done either, but it's like it's really nice. Hitting that spot. Mm-hmm. Hitting that spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you got on the docket for today? On let's, the docket, let's rip into some stuff. Yeah, I wanted to talk about how it is how, what it is like to date you. What's up, son? <laughs> What's it like to to be with uh, a recovering drug addict, yeah. alcoholic? I'm also like a gambling addict. I'm a, yeah. I'm just, I like to characterize myself just as a pure addict, <laughs> like throw anything mm-hmm. into the slot and uh, I can form an addiction around it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like you, <clears throat> you work each day mm-hmm. to fight your addiction. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not drugs or alcohol, like substance, right? Yeah. You still find things to plug into that hole you know whether it be like gambling like you said or video games or this or that but recently what you vocalized a lot is filling those gaps with good things Mm -hmm. and i think you're making like a great stride to do that so hard to stay consistent that's my biggest thing is like i i always i get to this point a lot yeah where zoom out okay you know, and so if I can give this quick little thing, what I'm, the way I look at my, like the way that I'm an addict is like those things in the nineties, mm-hmm. it's like those little f- like fake cameras and you put like a scenic slot, like there's like a slot yeah, and you put like a little scenic photo into it and you can take that one out and put a different one in. That is like how I see addiction, um, my own addiction. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's hard to stay consistent in that because yeah. I've come to this before, right? Like, I don't know how how bad or how long ago, like when I was wildly playing video games, like, mm-hmm. and it's not, and like from the outside, like people, like my friends, like what I'm saying, I'm going to stop playing video games. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it's a little, the girl's a bitch. No, it's not, has nothing to do with you. It has nothing <laughs> to do with you. I don't even, most of the time, don't even give a reason. I'm just like, I'm going into retirement for a few weeks. Um, and I do that because it's not, it's so much more than playing video games <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? it's like at work not being able to focus checking the group chat it's the obsessive piece right. of the addiction and then what that does is it takes 
so much mental space of mine that other things in my life start to really suffer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you and I sitting down and having dinner and then like remember these last couple nights we've sat down and talked like the whole basis of this podcast was because we love to sit down and talk outside of this podcast. But as of late, I've been kind of distant in that because I have something super Mm -hmm. oppressed, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And and it's video games. Mm -hmm. And this last couple of months was like fucking gambling. Oh my God. And whenever you, whenever you get downtime to like downtime to relax and quiet your mind or whatever, that's when the phone is right in front of you and say you're, right now like say you're struggling with gambling Mm -hmm. you know and you're constantly on your phone trying to keep up with the games the scores the scores who's doing Mm -hmm. what who's doing this and then with video games it's like uh watching the youtube videos Mm -hmm. of like the people playing video games yeah so it's like an ongoing thing throughout your day yeah and to see that neither of those things are happening for like a a few weeks now yeah (laughs) you are making time for other things whether it's going outside with the chickens or just being present during dinner time or making dinner you know and like really taking advantage of these moments that we have and not trying to fill it with these like fill the void yeah that's exactly what it is it's fill the void and put something into that little obsessive wheel Mm -hmm. you know um yeah it's it's challenging I'm, i'm definitely getting better i think since we've been in uh washington um definitely more aware of it yeah and instead of like playing video games for like three months Mm -hmm. and then realizing holy fuck like my whole life everything was just video games it's like now it's like video games was like three months two months one month and now like honestly like if i sit down i I, I don't we haven't played i haven't played in a couple weeks but like i sit down and i play for like three days now and i get that feeling up my (laughs) spine and like i'm like oh this is this Mm -hmm. isn't this isn't it and then so this was like really the first time where like I was gambling on sports and it's just like anything for me. It starts slow right. and then it turns to full blown oh, yeah, obsession, full blown addiction here and there. Exactly. And then you like, oh, yeah. shit, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I won a little bit and then you win a little bit and then it's like, oh, and then you lose and losing is more addicting than winning. Yeah. That's the wow. fucked up part about gambling. Losing is is more addicting than than winning because losing is more of a rush mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a i love chaos you know what i mean i always weirdly did you know what mm-hmm. i mean not just like pure insane chaos but like i like little fucking yeah. you know what i mean like as much as it's like debilitating i also like it which is fucked gotta go to therapy working <laughs> on it. Um, but yeah so like losing gives you more juice mm-hmm. like winning is like cool what's next you know what i mean losing is like i feel it in my whole body you know it's right. like a it's a it's a gnarly it really is like a gnarly weird fucking yeah gross and it high can be hard it can be hard to understand like i come mm. from a place i've never struggled with addiction i had the, like a few uh weeks in my life where i was heavy on the booze mm. but i wouldn't call myself an addict to anything mm-hmm. and i don't have anyone in my like family friend circle that has I've learned from that, you know, mm-hmm. so you're really the first person that I've learned from. And that's wild. <laughs> and it's, and hearing your stories and hearing everything about you now, when I go, like, say we go out with your family or my family or my friends and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and we go get a drink and I feel like a little bit of guilt because yeah. I feel like I shouldn't be doing this or I feel guilty because you're not allowed to, or is that I choose not to. Yeah. You choose not yeah. to. 
and it's kind of like like i don't know i know that's one thing i mean feel whatever you want to feel always but it's like one thing that i hope that you can work through because you don't understand like the more people drink Mm -hmm. and relax Mm -hmm. and like the way you drink isn't (laughs) a type of drinking that would like overwhelm me and seeing people drink never really wants Mm -hmm. to me to really drink i get fomo sometimes of like wow it's gonna be like a memorable no but you gotta understand you know so i i get these irrational fomos Mm -hmm. so like i'm gonna miss out on this memory where everyone got to have drinks and had all this fun if i'm drinking the night doesn't occur like that yeah the night turns into mayhem and there's probably a hospital trip for me i probably fucking take someone's keys and Mm -hmm. crash their fucking car i probably like do something stupid you know what i mean that puts an asterisk on the Mm -hmm. evening not just for me but for everybody else Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's it's that illusion we've been talking about illusions a lot right Mm -hmm. and it's that illusion i get fomo about the good stuff Mm -hmm. but in my drinking career i like to call it it was it was fun maybe 15 percent of the time Mm -hmm. you know and and the I, I count I can count more times where it wasn't fun and mm-hmm. I end up with stitches or broken bones or police you know what I mean mm-hmm. I've been arrested six times you know what I mean I've crashed like I said I've crashed people's cars I've stolen it's like the, mm-hmm. the scoreboard is but of course the, that's part of addiction right is going to the highlight reel mm-hmm. the good highlight reel and that's that thing where I've talked about you before where like. I used to talk to guys like early on in sobriety and thing I learned was like the one, two punch. Mm -hmm. Like, of course you want to go to the, you got to go highlight reel first and show all the good times. That's the jab. Right. And then you got to come back with the hook, which is the reality punch, which is no, let me run back to negative highlight reel because that is pretty much Mm -hmm. how it ends up, you know? Um, But I love when people drink. I know. And that's why I think it's so amazing because you encourage me to like have fun. Always. I'm like, baby, you want to drink? If we go out, if we go to see friends or something like that. And I really appreciate that. Like even during the holidays when we're like in the house, you're like, get some eggnog. Mimosa or bloody or something. Because it's like, uh, listen, if I could, I would be, I would be doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I could, I, I, and so I don't hate drinking. I actually love drinking, but I'm a menace to society. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't drink and I don't do drugs because of that. And because I don't like the way it makes me feel, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I I like when people drink, especially like, you know, in a scenario, like say we're going to like meet some friends and like, there's like just like kind of anxious energy. I love when people finally get like two drinks deep because like me sober, I can, I can move through that anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for five, six years. And even before drugs and alcohol sober, like I'm a good, I can gab with the best of them. I'm a talker, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, like when people get like two drinks deep and everyone starts to loosen up, I also loosen up mm-hmm. and we all start to feel relaxed and have fun, you know? So yeah, I, I like when people drink and I love when people get fucking hammered. You know what I mean? I love that. I love watching it. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you're a human and you're mm-hmm. just like, it's a, it can be your release, you know? So mm-hmm. go get fucking turned <laughs> up and have fun and I'll drive everybody home yeah. safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I love that role. I really do because it used to be the opposite. It was everybody worried about me. 
where the fuck is Dan? Is he alive? Is he fucking arrested? All this shit all the time. And now it's like we go to a homie's wedding or something. Or if I go home and everyone goes out, like nobody has to worry about getting home safe. I have my head on straight the entire time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what I mean? And so I'm just paying it back. And I love I love being able to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, no, I, I do appreciate your patience with me because mm -hmm especially over the last, I didn't know how intense the, the sports thing was. Like I said, until like I zoom out yeah. and like my intrusive thoughts came back and like, it's not just like gambling. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm so sensitive mm -hmm. and my brain is so sensitive. So it's like that amount of stress that's like, that goes yeah. into like studying the games, listening to all these things, research, all these tweets. And then like, if bets are losing and I'm down money, with that I can't afford to be down in the mm -hmm. first place. It's like, it really pulls me away from the present moment. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, my, my intrusive thoughts, like I, I was having days where I wasn't having any, mm -hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden they were back, like fueled up <laughs> full tilt, like couldn't sleep, like sweating all night with intrusive thought. It was like really, really bad um for a few days and that's like when i realized i was like holy yeah. shit and then like once i i went down like a pretty decent amount of money and once i won it all back and i was i'm done yeah you know what i mean <laughs> i am fucking done yeah. you know and, that's and like where it's like i i don't think i will ever 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 understand mm. addiction at all because i've never lived it yeah. but i think with empathy and some type of understanding and being able to listen to all the things that you're all the information that you're giving me about mm -hmm. your experience i have some sense of understanding about seeing it through your eyes mm -hmm. you know and even though i haven't lived it and i haven't like been in those parts of your life mm -hmm. i feel like i can see that perspective a little bit mm -hmm. can feel it yeah <laughs> yeah addiction's weird dude it really is it's like I have so many metaphors that like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever seen uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, have you seen Finding Nemo? Mm -hmm. You remember towards the end where uh, he gets flushed down the toilet, he pretends to be dead. And there's those crabs that are sitting next to like the pipes and then yeah. like snatching every bubble. That is like addiction to me. That's mm -hmm. another thing that I, I can explain addiction to. Like yeah. when I'm not taking care of myself or like having healthy practices, those two crabs are sitting by the pipe waiting for anything to grab up that they can grab onto, yeah. you know? Wow. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, addiction's strange. And it, I mean, it's funny. I haven't really done a lot of sobriety work and in, in a while, you know, at least two years, you know, and, and that's where I struggle, you know, because I've kind of looked out here for sobriety, like AA stuff and I haven't really found it. Um, I've like talked to an, one other person and they're like, yeah, it's not really out here. So it, that is a struggle for me. Um, because when I am doing like sobriety work and that is like fulfilling you. going to meetings or just talking about people, it's like, <clears throat> it does the opposite. It, it, it allows me to pull away from trying to fill the void because I'm, I'm doing the opposite. I'm embracing the, the void, you know? And, um, but yeah, so it's, you know addiction's weird it's weird as shit i never all in a day's work yeah every day is there yeah every day is just you kind of wake up and get in the ring and, and see what the opponent is and just kind of do your best <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah i used to get super overwhelmed dude at the beginning of sobriety 
I was 22. I, I said, I wrote a poem once. I don't remember what it is, but it's in my phone somewhere. Just like <laughs> about like, like crazy to like stop at 22 years old to like stop drinking and stop doing drugs. Like so young. And I was like looking, I was looking at the rest of my life. I was 22, but I was looking at like 60. Like, am I going to make it there sober? You know, like, am I going to, what the fuck? You know, it was was really overwhelming to be like, okay, this is a life sentence. Like, Mm -hmm. this isn't for a couple months, you know? And then once you accept it, there's so many beautiful, beautiful things I learned about life and sobriety, like acceptance being one of them. Never heard that word or looked into what acceptance is, you know, Mm -hmm. but all different types or forms of acceptance. Um, so yeah, once you once you accept that, and then you can move on and you can break it down smaller mm-hmm. instead of looking forty years. Yeah, just ship away. Yeah, think about the next like forty minutes, you mm-hmm. know. And honestly, I don't know if anybody's sober who listens to this, but there are so many cliches that it's like one day at a time type shit, and mm-hmm. it's like, in some days it's it's really on like a a minute to minute basis, you know, like early sobriety like i was obsessed with drinking you know i didn't want to do i didn't want to do like the hard drugs anymore but i did i wanted to drink i really really wanted to drink but yeah you just kind of go with it you know like i go to the gas station i'm probably like 40 days sober out of rehab and like i have all of this freedom back again you know Mm -hmm. whereas in like rehab and detox i was in detox for like 11 days rehab for 30 and so it was, yeah, 41 days. I was probably 50 days sober. And all of a sudden, like, I have money in my pocket again. And I'm just, like, living in this little city. I go into a gas station to get some, like, cigarettes and, and a Red Bull or something. Um, and, like, the beer cores right there. And it's like, bro, it'd be so – it's so easy. Like, I there's nobody watching me. You know what I mean? And that is, like, you know, like, 50 days in, like, having to battle that where, like, I literally stop and I stare at it and you know, like when you crave something and your mouth starts to like water, mm-hmm. that's happening. You know what I mean? Like every part of my body and, and mind it. wants it. You know what I mean? So you have to fight that, but yeah, it's tough, but it's dope. It's dope <laughs> as fuck. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Like if someone's There's so many people that are proud of you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, for sure. I'm just happy to be alive, dude, <laughs> you know? And I'm, I'm glad that people are proud of me. That's cool. I, I don't reflect on that really. You know, like when people do tell me they're proud of me, I get so teary eyed. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I just appreciate your patience, you know, because like, yeah, I've been sober six years, but it doesn't mean that like life's perfect and I'm not struggling with other addictions, mm-hmm. you know. So I appreciate your patience. I appreciate you, boo. And your empathy and your understanding. <laughs> Let's take a break for our sponsor. Let's take a quick break. Shouts out to our sponsors. Ooh. Ooh, let them hear it. Ooh. The ter- oh, happy two years. Oh, yeah. We just, we, uh, we've been together two years. Yep. It's, I don't believe you. I we've think it's like four. We've been dating for like four years. Yeah, it, but- sa- it sounds like, feels like four years or at yeah. least three, because you were gone for yeah. 10 months of it. But like in my mind, it still counts. But, <laughs> excuse me. Um. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say um, the tiramisu yesterday is our sponsor today. Yummy. Really get me through the day today, that tiramisu. 
I'll dream about it forever. Yeah. So shout out to that tiramisu and that little uh, decaf espresso. That little espresso. Yeah, that little espresso. <laughs> um, we'll be back after the break. Yeah. Thank you. We're back from the break. We're back, Jack. Quick break. Quick break. Easy peasy. Lemon fucking squeezy. Um, we're going to dive right into uh, a walk in the parksy. Walk in the parksy is uh, our homie. Our, yeah, our homie from the East Coast. Our buddy Brandon. He sends us in facts, questions, little laughs. Uh, we might start doing like weird riddles. Um Try to get people like we'll we'll guess the answers too or something like that. Okay. Once we get more active on Instagram and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, walk in the park. See, he sends us in. We pick one. Um, pretty much at the break, we pick it just so it's like fresh and not really whatever. Um, but so let me find it here. Parksy said, "Could you live off the grid?" Um, he said, <laughs> uh. This is inspired by the abundance of chicken eggs. Like, cause we have so many fucking eggs. Yeah. Um, he said hundred percent self-sustainable, no power or water coming from any town or state suppliers, hunting, foraging, growing your own food, purifying water. Could you survive the winter? Mm. Um, let's break that down. Okay. I think a hundred percent self-sustainable. I mean, that's what all of this is. So no power or water coming from town or state supplier. I mean, we find a place near a river, mm-hmm. right? Or a creek. Okay. Obviously. You have to reroute reroute the creek or whatever, you, whatever your water source is to go near your home. Yeah. Which would be dope. So that way you have plumbing mm-hmm. and everything in your house. Yeah. We'll be shitting outside though in a separate, in a separate thing. Yeah. Or you can get a septic tank. Yeah. Oh, you do it that way. So yeah. like, you know, when when I hear this question, I think like completely sh- like camping. <laughs> so old school. Yeah. I think about building a house on land mm-hmm. that is off grid. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I could do it. Yeah. I just think it'll be really, really difficult to get started mm-hmm. and to not be overwhelmed by the amount of work that we would have to do. Yeah. Because it is a hundred percent on you. Yeah. Every day, what yeah. can you accomplish? That and the day? government actively works against you because you're doing it by yeah. yourself. I think it'd be really fulfilling. It really would be fulfilling. Yeah, and imagine like I would a, love to an apo- apocalypse. You know, yeah. you're out in the woods by yourself. Yeah. Everyone doesn't have power, but you have power. Yeah. So you're gonna kill some zombies. Yeah. Fucking zombie <laughs> apocalypse. No, but what do you think the hardest part would be? The hardest part for me would be the electrical and plumbing. Yeah. I think. The gardening would, we would, or okay, I'll just say me as an individual, I would get by, but each year would get better because I'll learn from last year. With electricity and plumbing, it's kind of like you have to learn as you go. Yeah. And you don't have time. Are we allowed to to do solar panels? Yes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a wrap. Yeah. You get solar panels installed. Um, There's, you could use an oven uh, that takes light from the sun and directly goes into that oven. Yeah. You do that. Um, I cook everything over a fire. That shit would be like a mat right. boiling water yep. over a fire. You know, like the patience that you learn from yeah. that. Like I'm just trying to think about like cool mm-hmm. lessons. You have to think about what materials you would use to build your house. Um, I would do a lot of mud, mm-hmm. a lot of clay, wood. Um, but what if there's a fire? S- stone. Oh wait, duh. Every- <laughs> wow. Huh? <What> <laughs> 
<laughs> Is it where there's a fire? Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I think like mud, um, like uh, turned it like formed into bricks. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then stone, oh, nice. um, cement, stuff like that. And then, yeah, I mean, it'd be really simple. It, 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 you know, the house wouldn't be that big. Mm-hmm. You know, like so if we're going hardcore like that. So I, I mean, again, that's me like thinking like really. Oh. off the grid like mm-hmm. not like new modern homes but if we were allowed to do like a like a build our own modern home mm-hmm. oh my god dude. yeah but i, I about... don't think that's uh, i just based off of the could you survive the winter you know i feel oh. like that's like that's why i think like more oh. like hardcore like you go out into the woods with tools <laughs> and that's it yeah tools plants like enough drinking water and food to get us and the animals through the building phase mm-hmm. and then we have to like continuously adapt mm-hmm. um that's why i say bricks stuff like that i mean clay and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i would love to hunt oh yeah indy would be so fucking good at it yeah dude. she would she would be so like it, it we just let her go you mm-hmm. know what i mean like she would 100 percent kill rabbits kill animals bring it back yeah 100 percent. she would be fantastic pax is a, is a great guard dog mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would love it. I, I honestly hope for a portion of all of our lives we do do it, something mm. similar to it. You know, the cats are good guard animals too. Yeah, Jack would be also unbelievable at hunting. At hunting, yeah. unbelievable. But that's he why I love cats his- so much because they alert you to things that the dogs don't. Yeah. So when you see their ears perk up or they make their little weird ass <laughs> noises, <laughs> there's something out there that you need to be aware of, yeah. even if it's just a bird, but it's good that they have those habits. Yeah. Cause the dogs do, they notice like bigger, yes. louder vibrations, mm-hmm. but like the cats do, they notice the little things. Yes. Especially when suede, when suede gets shook about something, I'm like, okay, okay what's Sounds going like, on? <laughs> yeah. Remember in Fresno, she used to just at night, she would sprint. patrol the entire house all night. And do sprints. Remember the yeah. sprints she would do? <laughs> Just open up. Yeah. But no, I think I think surviving the winter is going to be brutal. Yeah. Going to be hard, obviously, depending on where you live. Out oh, here, yeah. Out here, easy money. Yeah. The winter's not that intense. It's a wet season, you know, more than it is cold. Mm-hmm. So I think that's easy money. But that's where, I don't know, the foundation of your home mm-hmm. would be kind of like up to where you are in your climate mm-hmm. because if you are making your house out of mud and you have a rainstorm coming mm-hmm. then you're gonna have to be do- working on that house a lot well so if you shape clay and mm-hmm. then put them over fire uh-huh. it's like you're you're firing them and you turn nice. them into like clay bricks See, but that's why i'm glad i'm going upgrade with you yeah oh i i'm pretty sure you know that's I'm, I'm pretty sure oh. and then like i would think about a, a, like a, a raised home you know what i mean mm-hmm. I would have not on stilts, but on something where it's a few feet off the ground yeah. for sure. And that could also help with storage underneath the home. Um, I wonder if we're allowed to get a generator. No, I, I don't think so. No. no, I think. So completely natural. That's what I'm saying. Like two, there's two different categories. Like yeah. I think hardcore, 110% off the land, completely self-sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like we're making. I'm not sure if I could do that then. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think if I really, really had to and had to figure it out for sure, mm-hmm. but the other, the other sustainable way, yeah, I think that's more attainable for yeah. me. Like, <laughs> but that goes into when I have a project in front of me and I feel like I am overwhelmed, then mm-hmm. I give up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So you're saying to make the choice to go do it, you don't see yourself doing it. But if you're forced into it, you could do it. Yes. Cool. I think that anyone can do what they're forced to do. If you, eh, yes, no, no, listen, when you get in a car accident or someone gets in a car accident and they're stuck under a car mm-hmm. and these people that are fucking 150 pounds get all this adrenaline, they lift up the car. They could fucking mm-hmm. do anything. I think humans have a lot more strength and ability and endurance than we allow ourselves yeah. to have. I agree, but I also think there are incredibly lazy people. I mean, it's all mm-hmm. there are incredibly lazy people. There are incredibly stupid people. You know what I mean? There are. There, there, yeah. It's just a real thing. Like, there's people. I really don't see. I, I yeah. I think a lot of people would die. Like, oh yeah. Oh, there's yeah. a good chance that we die. We don't know what the fuck we're yeah. eating. You know what I mean? Like we might no, think dude, we're cut for it. Yeah. There's people that forage for mushrooms. And yeah. That's their whole profession. And sometimes they end up getting unalived yeah. by mushrooms. Unalived. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, we could even be in that category of people who are stupid and like don't. For sure. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't know how to rally the yeah. electricity and shit. I would like, obviously money, like we don't need to work. Like to make money to live out there, right? Like but you have to buy the property. You have to think about health insurance. What yeah, do you do if you fucking you get cut? We treat that shit. What if you have sepsis, a blood infection? Well, I think there. <laughs> you, then you go to a doctor. You know what I mean. And then you don't have health insurance, and then they're coming up to the woods and fucking yeah. getting yeah. Cost money, or you die on the woods. Yeah. You know, I think I could do it. I think I could do the the old school way, you know. I mean, not the old school, but like the real raw yeah. way. I could do it for a time, mm-hmm. you know. Like you think about how fast a year goes while you're out there working on something every day. Yeah, every you know what I mean. You have purpose. You have purpose every single day. So I think I think yes. If I had a choice of what I would like to do, I would like to have be able to like take more of like a modern approach, uh, build like a really nice solid little home out there uh i would also love to have solar panels yeah and like minimum minimal electricity Mm -hmm. in the home for like lights um some type of water system you know wood burning furnace wood burning furnace that would be yeah that's not electric that's just yeah yeah that would be yeah but it'd be dope i would love to but that could be your heat source you know would you rather do the more that version or would you rather like go rv or like pimp out a sprinter van or something like that definitely a house definitely a house For in sure. one location 100%. yeah why don't we do that why don't we set it as a goal wouldn't it be cool to have a commune no 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 but like even if you have a massive piece of land and you don't see the other person's house you just all live in land and share a garden or share a school or something like that i wouldn't like it no no why not because i know what power struggles it'll turn into a cult yeah it's gonna turn uh, more often i'm just like at this point in my life where like i would just like to do it with you and animals and like i'm good on other people right now you know i really am like i love people don't get me wrong Uh, my whole life has been about being around people and it still is but i just like solitude Mm mm-hmm you know, um, I mean, I would like to do it like if if we bought a piece of property and we talked about this before yes. and we actually talked about it with one of our friends, Ella, Both of, uh, two of our friends. Yeah. Trying to do it. And we're not going to, but we're trying to do it. And um, like you buy a massive piece of property and 
they have one half we have the other mm -hmm. and yeah same thing on a really small scale i could do it with another like two other people mm -hmm. you know small scale like that but anything over that gets wonky i think yeah and i would just i would just rather just as, as simple as possible you mm -hmm. know and, ju and just keep Especially it relaxed we could do it on our own uh, dude it's the it's the dream yeah honestly it really is it's to go like live deep out in the woods on like a nice yeah. piece of land near a river i would love to have like a little um preschool or something or kindergarten mm. and teach like kids how like not <laughs> only oh my god oh. Not, not only like required curriculum but also how to forage and garden mm -hmm. and cute stuff like that. life skills yeah life yeah. skills i mean that's being parents i think if we yeah. have that lifestyle right you know but i do feel like it would be cool to have a school out there a little schoolhouse yeah for two kids three kids <laughs> <laughs> i would homeschool you would 100 percent. yeah me too but i just wish like i ho hope that when we're at that point we can afford to do that yeah and another thing is social like social interaction is mm -hmm. huge important yeah and so like i don't i would like for so like that's another thing and i do i, I like i love a public school education mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah i was I, really I grew do. up on it look yeah, at me hey. i do like <laughs> i think uh, let me retract the homeschool statement i think i would in the vicinity of a school where they get to go to like a pretty good school i, I would like for it to be smaller mm -hmm. you know smaller school so it's more intimate learning center uh um intimate setting thank okay. you um and then i would i would also like we would i would love to like also teach them stuff mm -hmm. you know like have our own thing as well right like i wish school would teach a little bit more about like spirituality mental health mm -hmm. um uh, you know yeah spirituality mental health and just like I don't know, just like shit. You know what I mean? Like a life happens course. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> crazy shit can happen. You know, like mm -hmm. life can be can be wild. And then I would also like like true history. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. real history. Um, that's another thing. You know, but yeah, I could do it. Pretty sure. nice. I'd like to do it that way. Yeah. The second way, it gets me so fired up to think about. It's beautiful, but the only thing I like, I would love to do it in a setting like we are now, but not on an island. Right. The island, the island is, is tough. The island is really tough, you know? Well, I mean, I guess if we were to do it out here, we wouldn't need much more than. No, people in uh, Alaska, there's this one town in Alaska, oh, I forgot, crazy. I think it's called Burlington. I don't know, but they get to go to the store like once a year yeah. because it's such a treacherous drive or something yeah, like that it's fucking crazy it's crazy yeah, it's beautiful and i was watching this i was actually well, not recently but i watched this uh living off grid documentary mm. on netflix and they were pretty much doing the same thing like they would go out in town because it mm. was like an eight hour drive or something something long um and like do all their grocery shopping get kids clothes mm. all the shoes everything that they need for the next year so that way they don't have to go back out in town yeah it's beautiful mm -hmm. that'd be fun but then i also like need that love part of me that yeah, yeah. love a target <laughs> want to go to the city and get brunch yeah there's um what's that book dude where is that book which i book? should start reading it 
remember the book I always read and I put down. I'm like, all right, we got to go fishing. Let me go fishing. <laughs> yeah. Or if like I read it. Oh, it's somewhere. Daring yeah. Greatly. Daring Greatly. Yeah. yeah. Shout out uh, the chef I worked under in L.A. It was like, get this book. Mm-hmm. And so I got it and it did not disappoint. I've only read, I've got like, like again, like I said, like I, the first couple chapters and then it's like, okay. And we went out, <laughs> got fishing stuff, went fishing, caught trout, came home, made Cooked lunch. It, yeah. It. And then the next one was about gardening. And I was like, fuck, we put the book down. Yeah. We went out, we built raised garden beds. We ate from the garden. So I'm excited. This is a good time to start reading it and planning. Yeah. That's another thing I really, just to say out loud, for myself more is like that almanac that you gave me like i want to start planning what oh, vegetables yeah. in the garden and, and start pre-building the beds a little bit i'm so glad that the yeah. sun is setting later mm-hmm. oh, oh my god we got like an extra hour and a half of sunlight right <laughs> yeah. now does it's that so mean like good. we're almost kind of through it yeah yeah i think it's gonna get cold again remember february, february? april it comes back to life april that's when we start to get that 70 degree weather yeah. 70 in april dude i went so Last year, me and Indy went on a hike um, in April. I took like a couple of days of leave and it was 72 degrees. What the f- Yes. Frunk. Yes. Damn. Okay, cool. So we're almost there. Almost there. But yeah. then it gets like weird in May and then Rain. June, July, August. When was the hottest fuck when Stevie and Jill came? Yeah, like June. Was that June? July. 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 It yeah. was Heat super wave. hot, dude. And then like towards the last two weeks of August, that's when it starts to get windy. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Like there's the only severe weather out here is the gloominess. Gloomy. That is it. Not even rain. No, it's like it sprinkles on and off. It comes for like a couple days. Yeah. But and that doesn't bother me. No. As much as the grayness. That is only the intense. It's the only intense really piece of weather out here. Yeah, it's the no sun for like a couple weeks you know what but I mean? it's so cool like once the sense oh, comes everyone is out and you're like i didn't even think all these people lived here exactly everyone's vibing. everyone's out and about everyone's yeah. driving the cars everyone's at the beach yeah. walking up and down the street we're and i, I will say this we're doing because we we came in with no idea what it was right. like to live here and that shit hit us like a ton of bricks last yeah. year and we came into it pretty smart this year we were like we need to get into healthier routines right. to carry us through we need to like uh, soak up the sun as much as possible mm-hmm. and like have ideas on what we want to do while we're kind of a little bit pushed more indoors with no sun yes. so i will say this winter is going better we're than acclimating. it was yeah we're definitely acclimating for sure so yeah but i'm so pumped dude mm-hmm. i love looking at photos on my phone and seeing windows open. windows are we have both doors are open at all times yeah. all the animals have free range to be in and out yeah. or or the dogs are out front the chickens are out back the cats mm-hmm. are doing whatever they want every single window is open mm-hmm. the breeze and then we cook a lot we cook fresh a lot. from the garden mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just like ugh. Such we're a in our hibernating time. season right yeah now. we i gotta get out there in the yard i'd love to do it <laughs> I gotta, I gotta clean around the chicken coop bothers me. Oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, I need to get the uh, the blower out and just kind of fucking blow everything into that back corner mm. and then pick it up. But um, I'm gonna go do that right now. <laughs> Bye. No, we do have a, a lot of yard focus work coming up, though. We really need to start doing yeah. for sure. What's our, ne- our weather next weekend like? I don't know. I think we um, should we put a pin in it? Put a pin in it. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, next weekend is. Rain, Rain Saturday Sunday Monday. Yeah, love that. <laughs> um, I also like that though because I get paid next weekend. Yeah, so we're indoors. I'm indoors. <laughs> I ain't spending no money. 
uh, had to go buy a vacuum right now. I know. How pumped are you? I cannot wait. I, I'm starting to. Uh, I, it usually doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you. Yeah. Usually, like the amount of dog fur and stuff like that, because I don't know if you noticed, but like I, I very rare I get dressed usually right before I leave the right. house. And like while I'm in the house, I'm in like a pair of beat up short shorts and a fucked up T-shirt mm-hmm. because I just know the amount of fur and hair everywhere is going to get on me. Mm-hmm. I usually like it, I'll shower super early and then I'll probably honestly shower again right before we mm-hmm. go out because like I just I just have a routine through it. But it is getting to me right now. Mm-hmm. The amount of fur like we just clean. I cleaned the whole house Friday. You swept yesterday. Yeah, and there's mountains everywhere. There's and so it makes much me fur, fucking man. itch, dude. Yeah. It makes it grosses me out, and yeah. I love them to death. I love them so much. Yeah, but they've made this house a prison. Yeah. <laughs> Every corner prison, I dude. look in, there's like a little pile of fur, and we just got it. We just got to. We're getting a Roomba in a vacuum. Yeah, that's all there is to it. No more damn sweeping this damn floor because mm. the fucking broom is tired too. The broom is beat. You see it? We should probably get a new one too. Too. We got some shit to do. Yeah. I think on that note, let's get the fuck after it. Did you have anything else to say? I don't know. Did I? I don't know. You were saying something. I don't know. What? You were saying we're going to talk about living off grid and then you're like, oh, I have something. Oh, no. I oh, okay. I had uh, just like an improv idea. Like if we were we were struggling we didn't have anything to talk about because i'm struggling uh no you're doing a great job (laughs) thank you baby yeah you're fighting it um but no i'm good yeah i'm good this is a good episode happy monday everyone or whenever monday whenever you listen yeah whenever you listen to happy monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday (laughs) thank you so much for Um, listening if we can ask something though if you do like it you know please repost yeah throw it up on social media or or just like anywhere you know just try to help us out and and you yeah, want to grow just try to, yeah we just want to grow we want to get bigger reach some more folks and and mm. get after it you know yeah. video is coming um we're just <laughs> every, episode. every episode video is video coming. is coming <laughs> sweatshirts um like merch and merch is pretty much going to be hoodies yeah the first round um we had a, a quick halt there I got a few samples back, yada, yada, yada. Didn't really go the right way. So back to the drawing board. Um, But yeah, things are always coming. Things are always going. But we're here now, baby. That's it. Thanks for stopping in. We love you. We love you. Boom.